What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Brunch Breakdown. We are here. It's the same thing every time, Didi. It's me and you. We just look at each other. We don't know what's going on. We are here. We're back. Good to see you. A, little, Dude, a long day break again. Way but here long. we are. Here we are. Yeah, it's we got to stop doing this to each other and yeah. to our massive fan and listener base. We apologize, but just always leave you wanting more. And here we are. Speaking once of that again. listener base, didn't you mention to me recently, Dan, that like a few of our old episodes have like absolutely blown up for no apparent reason? Just absolutely blown up. Like, yeah, for out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Yeah, not our most recent, but a few, I guess, months back now, they have just exploded, and I have. There's no explanation as to why, but you get better with age. Yeah, <laughs> you like know, a fine wine. The like first breakdown. We are like a fine wine. That's that's exactly right. I wouldn't recommend going back any further than those that people did. Uh, that was far enough. Yeah, episodes one, two, and three you should stay away from, maybe in the single digits. But uh, <laughs> actually, episode three might have been one of our best overall. But stay, uh, stay in the lane. Stay in our lane. That's yeah. all you need. Stay in your lane, like Levar Ball. I, I'm oh. so I'm so happy you're on Team Levar Ball now. You are no quoting Levar Ball. Stay in I'm your lane, a, big baller no. brand, baby. His son just happens to be on my basketball team. That doesn't mean I'm on his team. Dude, I am so happy. I've been, I haven't been this hyped to be a Laker fan since in, in, in a year since Kobe retired. Yeah, I heard a joke the other day, Chris. The New York Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not even get into that. We won't. We can do a whole episode like, on that. If you were to, like, the definition of dumpster fire is New York Knicks. Like, yeah. because yeah. at least the Browns, like, just suck. Like, they're terrible. They suck. They're in a mid-sized market, and they're just terrible, and they're never going to be anything. The Knicks are in a major market, and people want the Knicks to be good. People think the Knicks are going to be good. People hope all over the world that the Knicks are going to be good. <laughs> Yeah, it's proof that um, you can have all the money and resources in the world in any company that you manage, but if you have terrible people in charge, uh, you're not going to go anywhere. It's true. It's true. Corporate, corporate lesson right there by Chris Gates. Good stuff. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's right. Oh, he's, gonna, he's, he's speaking what? all smart and stuff because he's like going back to school oh, and stuff. All of yeah. a sudden, somebody's yeah. got to get real smart and shit. Listen. All of a sudden, I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be a master soon, and uh, <laughs> then hopefully I'll get the respect I deserve. Yeah. Well, I'm a master, and I don't get any respect, so I hope that works out better for you. Well, that's I forgot. <laughs> I'm just the best. <laughs> okay, no respect, no respect. Yeah. It's up on the wall right there. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't. I'm just the best. Just... Looking for a card. Ooh. Hello. Hello. How do you do? Um, I have a bachelor's degree, guys. Why would you, why would you make that weird? <laughs> I don't know. We're just trying to continually you elevate know? ourselves over you. Just, yeah. just yeah. quote That's a little genuine really. this morning while talking about school. But congratulations, Chris. Congratulations. Thanks, it took you 12 years to get in the pit. I swear yeah. it's not that hard to get in that school, but whatever. Yeah, 12 years. A lot of hard work. <laughs> but we made it. We made it made it yeah you don't have a, it's not like you have enough going on you had to just keep yourself busy i would assume that's really what it is you're like i'm bored <laughs> i know dude and, that, and up until i get married like i can't do if like if you want to do something just i can't do it i like, don't even yeah i can't sometimes i don't even bother I'm like should we call chris i'm like probably not probably, probably no chris is probably gonna say no because between planning a wedding uh work um fitness grad school it's just it's too much Speaking of being busy, and the three of us, 
boys, we've talked about it for quite some time now, and we're, what, T-minus a week and a half away from the ultimate Chris's actual bachelor party. And uh, we had the surprise when we had the Vegas trip, but this is a trip we've known about, and even Chris especially has known about. Thank God. Which... I think should lead us up into uh, a recap on the next brunch breakdown of that very trip. Uh, so I think we're all getting very, very excited about the shenanigans that could be taking place there in uh, really just a matter of days at this point. So looking forward to being together at the table with you boys again. And a, a, a big, big brunch going down in it. Ocean City, Maryland. Damn oh, it. my God. I ain't ready. <laughs> Still recovering from Vegas. Yep. Just Still ready. recovering from Vegas. Nope. Um, Not ready. Well, it's good to be back at the table with you gentlemen once again. This is Brunch 35. Uh, Let's kick things off, I guess, as we usually do. We, of course, have a a menu full of items today, which we will no doubt not get through. But, Chris, (laughs) why don't you... uh, a lot going on. Why don't you just run down what we've got going on just to to throw it out there and we could see see what the listeners are going to chomp on today. Well, sure, I can do that. on the menu this week, well, actually, before we get to that, uh, since we haven't done it yet, introduce ourselves. Um, my name is Chris. Oh, yeah. My yeah. other co-hosts are uh, Dan and Hello. Didi. Dan is on Twitter at SteelCityDan22. Didi is on Twitter at DidiIsBoard, and I am on Twitter at Chris underscore Gates. Uh, you can and should subscribe to this podcast uh, to join the masses in listening to our episodes two months late. If you subscribe, you can get all the episodes immediately, and then you don't have to be two months behind. It's a perfect situation. Look at that. Amazing. Um, so go ahead over to iTunes, SoundCloud, search for yeah. Brunch Breakdown, and hit subscribe. Leave us a rating if you can. And, you know, I keep meaning to, like, actually mention the ratings. that We actually have some ratings, I think, and some comments. We should read those and react to them at some point, but not Ooh. today. Um, okay. We're also on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Brunch Breakdown, so check us out there as well. And I think that's all of that stuff. So for the menu, as always, we're going to talk about brunch food. Uh, that will probably lead us off here today in this episode. Um, talk about what we've had lately. We also have an update to a brunch food topic that we talked about on a previous episode involving rubbing things on your lips. Um, we have a lot of pop culture news. I hope someone didn't listen to that last episode and is terrified of what that yeah, might be. And someone's like, all right, this is not where I'm supposed to be. Let's go to something else. I hope this, I hope that topic continues because I love saying that at the beginning of the show. It, okay. it, I feel like it weirds people out and it puts us bit. in the right uh, frame of mind. We also have, po- <laughs> we have pop culture topics to go over uh, Amazon grocery stores. Uh, Bill Cosby and his trial has been in the news. Jay-Z, Beyonce had some twins, uh, and Jay-Z has some music, so we got to talk about that. Drake and his tour rider, Hank Williams Jr. Unfortunately, we're not going to talk about his tour rider, but he's back on Monday Night (laughs) Football. Uh, Bill, Bill, is it Bill Maher? Is that how you say his name? Yeah. Maher. Maher. He said a joke, and a lot of people didn't laugh at it. We're going to talk about that as well. Uh, Sports are in the news. Uh, because because know, sports because sports <laughs> sports uh, ESPN laying off people. Um, the NBA and Stanley Cup Finals have finished. I want to talk about those in three on three basketball, uh, which I know Didi is very excited about. We're going to get to that. Well, we're hopefully going to get to that. Um, <laughs> Can't promise we have anything. A, yeah, I have no promises here. Um, promise me no promises. Cheat codes, Demi Lovato. Stop. 
There it is. <laughs> I got it in two in a row. Yes. Oh, that's never good. Um, yeah, just like a menu at a restaurant, like there's selections on the menu and you can order them, but it's not necessarily always going to come out the way you want. So we're just going to read through this. We'll see if we get to it. Where are they now is a topic we always do. We actually have a where are they now update from a previous uh, where are they now feature in Lou Bega. Uh, and then lastly, we want to talk about the music that we're listening to. We do always get to that on every episode. Oh, oh. So I can promise you we'll talk about music. Um, so what Making else is there to do but move on to topic <clears throat> one, and that is the inspiration for this podcast, Dan. Um, little yum-yum meet-em-ups, little brunch food. little brunch food, huh? Hey, well, uh, as we talked last time, actually, Chris, you and I had brunch recently with our Unofficial fourth co-host of the French Breakdown. <laughs> yeah, that's right. As he's now designated Mr. Classy Doug Galassi. Mm-hmm. We went to local on East Carson Street in Pittsburgh, and it was absolutely fabulous. We had a brunch takeover that day on our Twitter page. I'm trying to remember what I got. I got the Monte Cristo sandwich, which is phenomenal. Not a lot of places have it, but it's basically your breakfast sandwich, egg, Ham, cheese, sometimes sausage, uh, or bacon on French toast, which is out of this world. Love the uh, brunch Monte Cristo. But uh, we went through, uh, we had some mimosas there as well, right, Chris? We went through yeah. a couple of those, no, just few, a couple. A few carafes. A couple of carafes. Uh, Chris, what did you have? You're usually a uh, huevos, rancheros, or burrito type of guy. Yeah. I think yeah. you fell in that lane again, didn't uh, you? I did the meat lover's omelet. Yeah, is what I did. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and uh, it was it was quite delightful. That's good. That's good. I don't remember what Doug had either. What the heck did Doug have? Mm, that's a good question. I'd have to go back remember. and look. Well, it's on uh, it, the it brunch a, breakdown Twitter account. It is. So, uh, but it was it was it was delightful. We had a nice time. He brought us. Oh, it's over there. I can't reach. I would show you fellas, <laughs> but he's a again. He's been our unofficial fourth co-host, and it really started with his introduction to the story about Freeport, <laughs> our favorite high school freedom. team, Freeport. Freedom. Yeah, not to be confused with freedom and uh, their brunch rally story, which led them to championship rounds in uh, soccer. I believe it was soccer. It started with soccer, women's basketball got involved, and he brought me a Freeport athletics poster, and it's absolutely fantastic. And Doug cannot thank you uh, anymore once again. That was uh, fantastic. We had, a, we had a lovely brunch there. I recommend uh, anybody in the Pittsburgh area, if you haven't been to local for brunch, big brunch menu. Not a lot of places have a big brunch menu that are, you know, not typical, I guess, restaurant-type places. That's more of a of a bar, especially on the weekends, but hell of a brunch menu. It was, uh, it was rather delicious. I mean, don't sleep on Local's food. That's the thing. Like, we know yeah. Local as just being the bar that we go to at, you know, after 10 o'clock. But right. Local actually has really good food. Like, we, I remember we were... going to Local when, it, when Local first opened and being like, oh, yeah, this place is nice. I didn't know that it was going to be turned into, you know, a place that people actually like to go in the South Side. I really didn't. Like, mm-hmm. I just thought it was just like a cool restaurant when it first opened. And then, you know, it's not, but local food. Don't sleep on that. Yeah, that's true. When we we were upstairs on the patio, yeah, and it was weird being up there when it was light out because we were seeing things that we typically don't see because it's a little bit darker <laughs> yeah. up there. We're like, oh man, I didn't realize all this stuff was up here. It's usually you know suns set for hours before we're yeah, even yeah. up here. So there's those weird moments where you're like that, uh, you know, 
2 a.m., last call, lights come on, who are you dancing with? Oh, gosh, that type of thing. <laughs> right there. You get a little close-up of the face, and you're like, ah, what am I doing? Um, but it was, deli- it, was a, it was a good surprise, I guess. One of the best moments in the history of Chris and I's friendship happened at Local. Like, legitimately oh, one of did. the, like, greatest moments ever. Actually, it was probably one of the worst moments ever. And I actually got in trouble that night with the girl that I was dating at the time. But this girl that we were out with, she will remain nameless, uh, she threw up at the bar at, like, at local, like, behind the, uh, like, the jukebox. And, like, oh. we were out yeah. for maybe an hour. <laughs> no joke. We were Yikes. out for maybe what? an hour. And yeah. she just rapped. Because she, I don't know, she <laughs> thought she could, like, drink with us like she was Man. trying to keep up and this is like this is peak drinking time like this, this is, is not like yeah this, this is a this could spawn into a whole topic about what you know yeah. how to how to act when you're out because we've had friends come and go that have okay. like felt like when they go out with us they need to keep up with us and that's yeah. never the case and you shouldn't do that you should you should understand yourself when you go out yeah like know yes. who you are dude stay in your lane <laughs> as the bar likes go. to say and because this girl tried to be like us and we saw it at the other place that we were at before and we were yeah. like oh no this isn't good <laughs> this, this, this is not ending good. well this, this is not ending well not good and all of a sudden i was we're talking with the other friends are there we're just bsing and all of a sudden like get a tap on the shoulder like look and she's ralphing oh so me and Didi left Yes, we left. Well, no, we didn't leave. But, yeah, yeah. We, girl, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. The girl I was dating at the time took her home. I got in trouble for that, and yeah, mm. and it should have been Chris that took her home, like because Chris was whatever with the girl at the time. But man, not our brightest day, not our brightest right. hour, not our brightest night. Well, better times at local have been had since then, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. And Brunch was one of them. And Brunch was one of them. There it was. It was fantastic. Yeah. But man, that was just so dumb. Like, I hate when people think that they can just keep on going with us at that time. Now it's like, I feel like anybody can drink me under the table, but. Oh, for sure. But oh. back then, dude, back then, that was. I mean, how old were we? Like 24 or something? Dude, like, it was we a... were. Like, it I was might have been 25, yeah. 26, you know that's what I mean? That's like, that's like your, yeah, you're right. Like that's peak, prime. Peak yeah. time to be that's going out prime time. This was our prime yeah. time, but that, like, this, I mean, we're talking six years ago. I can't believe that. But yeah, like, we're talking 2010. Like, yeah. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Anytime even anybody offers me a shot now, I'm like, oh, gosh, no. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, what like one, I'm like. No, <laughs> like it's not that I don't want to. It's that I just can't physically handle that anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like, can I please tell you? Like, I was. Uh, I mean, I always, I never asked before. Like, what is it? Like, someone handed me a shot, you took the shot. Like, that's just yeah. what it was. Right. Otherwise, like you were just what is, what's in this again. But now I'm like, <laughs> yeah. uh, excuse me, what, what is this? Yeah, what is this? What's it? in it? Mm, fireball. Mm. Nope, I don't take fireball. Hmm, no, I need this to be clear. <laughs> These are yeah. uh, water shots? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't do fireball. I don't know well, what this is. Well, Didi, what, uh, 
you had to have get, had some brunch over the last couple of weeks since we've uh, last spoke. What's uh, what's been up with you in brunch? Yeah, I've had. Um, I actually went to the place that. All right, last brunch breakdown. If you go back and listen, I talk about this Mexican place that like I couldn't remember the name of at the time. Right. Yeah. Los Amigos is what it's called. Los Amigos. Great name. Yeah, great name. That's what it's called. Los Amigos. It's on Olive in Burbank, and do you I call absolutely it, love that place. Do you call it Losa Migos? I mean, I'm... You should. I feel like you should. You're a big Migos guy. <laughs> Losa Migos. That's what I'm going to call it. <laughs> yeah, Losa, Losa Migos. Migos. Next time I go there, I'm going to take a picture with the, just like saying Migos and tell the Migos they need to go there. Um, yeah, that's all. That's what I'm going to do. And I went, I went there a couple times. I love that place so much. Like I've been there a couple times recently. Um... I'm actually, I got a big brunch coming up. I'm going to, on 4th of July, we're doing a little brunch uh, at the Ooh. penthouse at the Huntley on Santa, in Santa Monica, and I cannot wait for that. So that big brunch story is coming up. But I'm still obsessed with shrimp in in my Mexican food right now. Still, still going with the kicks. Fire. Had some I, shrimp burrito, so good still. Like, I, I just, I don't know if I can have, I had a burrito from Chipotle the other day, and I was like, you know, <laughs> This would be better with shrimp? some shrimp. <laughs> this would be so much better with some shrimp. I need shrimp in my burritos now. I need shrimp in all my Mexican food. So kind of wow. obsessed with it. Shrimp tacos, doesn't shrimp anything. Let's, oh yeah. Shrimp tacos go. are good. Shrimp, shrimp tacos, tacos get are you fire. Down. That's what I mean. Like I'm telling you, next time you're at a Mexican spot, get some shrimp and whatever you're whatever you got. Whatever you're getting. There it is. He's still on a shrimp kick. I love it. Can I ask you you're making me hungry. You guys mentioned mimosas. Margaritas. Yeah. I got a topic on that after you, by the way. But or go ahead. Bloody Marys for brunch. What would you rather? What, what would you rather have? You got to pick one of the three that you ultimately have. You have nothing to do the next day. You're not driving. You just say, just say you're on vacation. Mimosas, margaritas, or Bloody Marys. Which one are you drinking? You got to pick one that you're going to be bottom that you're going to be bottomless with. Yeah. Uh, and this is for brunch, or is it just yeah. in general? This is for brunch. Yeah, I would probably go mimosa. Okay. I would too. I'm just because I'm not a bloody Mary guy. I think I'd like to be, Mm. but I'm, I'm not there with it quite yet. And margarita is something that I usually have at other times of the day of the week Mm -hmm. where the mimosa is a little bit more brunch appropriate fitting for that. Now a Mexican brunch might be a different story, but yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go mimosa between those yeah, two. That's I a think, great question. Like, margarita is like a good like Kickstarter for a night, like when you're oh, on yeah. vacation. Like you have the margarita first, and then you transition to other stuff. For so sure. I feel like I see that margarita as more of like that type of drink. And I, I'm with Dan. I, I've I've never been a big Bloody Mary fan. I, tomato juice, I just yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, I'm not a big Bloody Mary fan either. Even though like I've seen, have you guys seen like some fully loaded crazy? Like yes. Bloody Mary, insane. Just, like, it looks like a whole freaking gardens in there. Yeah, dude, it's when, insane. When we go to Milwaukee to visit Katie's family. That's how they make them up there. And there's like, yeah. there's like cheese and celery and yeah, pickles dude. and olives. Like it's all like stuffed into it. Everything, dude. Yeah, I I remember when I went to Denver and maybe it's you know and because that was the first time I'd ever seen anything like that. And I was like, what is that drink? And like, when Kevin just goes, Yo, that's a Bloody Mary. Like, why are you weird? And I was like. That's not a Bloody Mary. I was like, that's a garden and a drink. <laughs> yeah. That's not a Bloody Mary. But no, that's that's how they make them. But the reason I ask that is just because, like, there are a lot more Mexican places here, of course. And, like, when they have their brunch, like, it's, like, margarita is, like, an in, in option 
for bottomless. So is, Ooh. you know, so is that, and it just all depends on what, ass. yeah, it all yeah. depends on what time I go <laughs> to brunch though. That's the kind of, I feel like that's what it comes down to with me. It's like, if I'm, if I'm just waking up, I want, I, I, I can't have margaritas. Yet. I can't have tequila yet. Right. I got to go with the mimosa. But if I, you know, you do it later in the day, it's like two o'clock, you know, I could, you know, I, it's like I lean towards the margarita at brunch. So it's one of those things, but that's okay. just a little, little brunch question. Hit us up at Brunch Breakdown. Tell us what your favorite is. Margarita, that's a great one. Bloody Mary, yeah. or mimosa. Now, something that I, that I brought up to Chris at our last brunch uh, regarding the mimosa, and I think it's fair and from the general opinions that I received that day, it, it seemed to maybe go over well. Is that the mimosa seems in the in, you know comes in the champagne flute seems a little dainty. This is just making me think about our bacon spoon. That was the dumbest idea ever. Like, why did we even TM that? That was a horrible idea. I don't know, but somebody else can yeah have it. We just release the trademark, please. Um, it seems a little dainty, and you know your pinkies are up. The mimosa glass. The mimosa glass, yeah. yes. And. So I feel like for, for, for guys, for dudes, we need to do something about this. It just it's not a good look. So I've come up with the bromosa, okay? The bromosa. And it can literally, it's got to be something a little manlier. Yeah, you throw a little protein powder in there. <laughs> you, throw, you, dip, you dip steak in it. You just dip steak in it and just chew it off. Just raw you meat. You just pour the bacon grease in there and you <laughs> give it a time. So literally, I think this is all about the glass. And I think literally all you can, all you need to do, and this is full on TM, absolutely 100% full on TM, is have the champagne flute, have the same glass, and just put like a handle on it, like a, like it's a beer mug. Just have a handle going from it, and you're just sipping on it that way, or some other type of glass that makes it seem a little bit more manlier to be a bromosa instead of a mimosa. Didi, I'd love to know your thoughts. No. That, those, Why? Those are my thoughts. No, like, no. Why? I'm not putting a handle on a champagne glass. Do you understand how dumb that looks? Think in your head. Think. Think about a handle. Well, come up with another glass then. We no. need another glass. No, and it doesn't need to be called a bromosa. That's another thing that sounds That's a great really name. The name stupid. is the best thing going for it. The name no. is the best thing going no. for it. No, no. That sounds so dumb. No, there's no need. Like, you're drinking out of champagne flutes. That's what you do. You're drinking mimosas. Hey, keep I'm just constantly down. refilling it. I felt like a degenerate last week where I was just like, just give me a straw and I'm just going to put it in this damn carafe. Hey, Dan, how about you calm down and realize that it's not fucking midnight. It's, <laughs> it's noon. <laughs> you don't need to just go it that was a hard small all the glass. Like, it was a small glass. We had to get through them. Like no one needs to go that hard. At, like in brunches, you take your time and then you get up from the, you get up from your seat and you're like, whoa. This is, a, this is a whole different world. It's not, yo, let's rage. It's fucking, we, <laughs> no, that's not what you do. You don't do that at brunch. I wasn't raging. It was just a lot of liquid to get here's through. The, Maybe, just, here's the idea. Just give me my own picture. I'll put my own straw in it. Bro, yeah, first of all, go. I know we got to get on to other topics, Where's but first bro, of all, when she could, <laughs> we, we order the we order the carafe. There's three of us again, and she we, uh, we say, oh, we'll start off with the mimosa carafe. And she goes, one for the three of you? And we were like, yeah. And then as she walked away, we're like, did we just get judged? Yes. We're like, how small are these carafes? We have no idea. It's a, it was a large, full-size <laughs> carafe. And so then she comes back after we're done. She goes, oh, you guys want another one? We all kind of looking around. Oh, I don't know. Should we? Should we? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. 
was like, partially because we get judged for just getting one for the three of us, I suppose. And you probably thought Miss Waitress. Too, right? No, this has nothing to do with it. <laughs> nothing to do with it at all. But here's there's the idea. Okay, you don't like the handle <laughs> on the champagne. How hot was this waitress? Because this is like what about, Dan's trying to me, change brunch right now. He's trying to make brunch great again. <laughs> because he's I am. I have brunch. been. The carafe as the glass, a small carafe, like the size of a glass, but just in the shape of a carafe. How hot was this waitress? Seriously. Are you asking me or Chris? I'm asking one of you. Somebody tell me how cute this waitress was because Dan is literally changing brunch right now. Not enough to order a second carafe from. <laughs> okay. So that's that there. There's if you don't like the handle idea of a, a carafe as the glass. A small carafe. No, stupid. We'll, we'll workshop it. This has been another week. edition of Didi and Dan Disagree. <laughs> yeah, like, this is just dumb. Chris, you know it's dumb for No, Chris liked it when I brought it up. I did like that. And he idea. likes the. Thank you. All right, well, I think it's lame. All right, well, let's get on to this. But next that's because Didi here. likes to be dainty. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> are a dainty you son of a run. bitch. <laughs> you dainty like... little bitch, you. <laughs> I have no problem sticking my pinky finger up. Like, no problem. Pinky's okay. up, man. Pinky's up. All right. All right. The whole, whole bachelor party. Pinky, pinky's up. Pinky's up. Okay. Speaking um, of margaritas. We... All right. <laughs> we have an update from a previous brunch food update, and that is regarding oh. something that Chris was just mentioning about putting all over your lips. Mm. <laughs> and that is, of course, mm. Red Lobster Lip Balm. And I believe, Didi, this update comes from you. Yes. Tell us the good news. I tweeted out the brunch breakdown from, you know, from earlier this month, and Red Lobster hollered at me. The Red Lobster, we talked about Red Lobster Lip Balm, so they had to have checked out the brunch breakdown a little bit, and then they hit me up on, they they slid in my DMs, Red Lobster, they get down like that. Goes down in the DMs. Goes down in the DM. They hit me up and said, we will send you some Red Lobster Lip Balm. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. So they're sending it. Hopefully it gets here before the bachelor party. And uh, <laughs> we can have a live, a Facebook live, Instagram live, yeah. Twitter live. Hopefully we can do that uh, soon. Hopefully we can do that at the bachelor party. They get that lip balm to me. But yeah, they're sending us lip balm. So brunch breakdown. We're doing big things, guys. Doing Here's... big things. Imagine imagine if that we, we get the Cheddar Bay biscuit lip balm from red, red lobster and we're drinking zimas at the same time oh whoa because uh one of our friends friend of the brunch breakdown uh christy on her snapchat recently she was out at the bars and she sent a snap of yes. a case of zima inside a cooler at a bar so like it's happening it's already i happening. saw them i saw them in person oh, i was at putting bay how, last week how amazing was it Dan? i couldn't believe it i took a picture of it <laughs> I, I saw them. Wait, I held so it in my hand. It? No, it was it was it was it was uh, too dainty. It was pre-consumed. It was consumed quite a bit. Oh, and also it was so, just say it was someone else's drink. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, pre-consumed. No, it wasn't mine. It was someone else's. Well, like, not only that, but like I, it was. It, was, it, it had it been was, sitting out. It had been sitting out. They brought it, so it wasn't at the bar. So it was. It had been sitting out. Also, based on their advice, don't put Skittles in Zima. Apparently, there's quite the reaction. Okay. That's a little bit. It's like uh, putting, isn't like Mentos in uh, Coke bottle? In Coke, yeah, yeah, something like that. So it, I guess it adds, supposed to add a little bit of flavor, a little bit of color. 
But uh, Zima's real, man. I can't wait. Next week. What a time. Bachelor party. Yeah, Cheddar Bay and Zima. Those are our two sponsors, Zima and Red Lobster now. Oh, man, that's awesome. Chris's I couldn't think party. of any better sponsors. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Wow. All right, well, let's get... Let's get moving along here now that we're almost a half hour into this episode. (laughs) We have to spend like four minutes on each of these topics. This is going to be terrible. God, we can't even Um, get like, all right. Well, we can do this. Here's one thing I know that's near and dear that I want to definitely get to that's near and dear to Dan's heart for sure. Yeah. And I am super interested in this. Amazon bought Whole Foods for $13.7 billion. Billion dollars. Billion dollars. Dollars. It's not completely final yet because apparently other companies can still, still have time to like put in their bids and people were saying that like Walmart and possibly Kroger could throw, could make the yeah, bid, luck. make it go good higher. Luck. But regardless, right now, Amazon has purchased Whole Foods and we could be looking at Amazon grocery stores in the near future. Dan, I got to go to you. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on these futuristic grocery stores and Amazon possibly having like a monopoly on the market it's absolutely terrible absolutely terrible news i know people are excited but hashtag grocery life lives on forever if you've been a close follower of the brunch breakdown you know it's near and dear to my heart chris i can already tell you have a question yeah at the tip of your tongue it's absolutely terrible news for the grocery industry what are the pros of this and what are the cons Okay, the pros for the consumer is that it's going to be easier for you to uh, purchase food. It's going to be easier for you to get food delivered to your house and not necessarily just through drones. Okay, because I don't have problems purchasing groceries. Like, that's not a problem. Yeah, you don't have a problem going to the store, So I don't understand how they're going to help me in that way. Like, Amazon is good for me because I can go online and buy anything from my house. So I guess delivery is probably where it would really... Delivery is the big one, yeah. Whether you you go that's pick it up at the store and it's already, yeah, that's the, well, that'll be that's gonna be part of the problem is if they continue to take over and become kind of like a monopoly, is that those prices will slowly start to move up once they get, everybody gets comfortable, and then you're screwed. And there's nothing you can do about it. So it's terrible for the grocery <clears throat> the grocery industry of how it originated, how it started, how it actually is. You go to the grocery store and you buy food. That's the best way for you to do it because. They're going to have to find ways to make up for shipping and transportation costs. They already have to do it as it is, but now if they add this other perk of delivery, they can't offer you the same low prices you're getting at your grocery store now and then just magically be able to deliver to you with no added cost to it. So I think it's horrible, absolutely horrible. And it's it's a shame because Whole Foods is one of the greatest uh, chains, grocery chains that we have in the country, and then for them to be taken over by Amazon is just uh, scary, scary stuff. Scary, scary stuff. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of crazy when you you look at it. But the thing that I'm excited about is the actual Amazon stores because I saw like a 60 Minutes piece maybe a year ago, and it's just like they are going to be building these. I hate to say the word futuristic because like that just sounds like a really dated term, but I feel like uh, there's no other word I can think of right now because mm-hmm. you're going to be able to walk into the store and basically just walk out. You get your stuff and you leave and it goes straight to your Amazon account. So it's like you basically scan in when you go into the store and when you're putting stuff in your bag, it's just going to your Amazon account. Put stuff in your thing and that's what's happening. And I am excited about that because if there's anything that I hate 
about grocery stores is just being in a grocery store and drinking. It's like four o'clock in the afternoon. So there's a lot of people there. Five o'clock in the afternoon, or you're there on a you're Sunday. Already, that's that's your fault. That's your fault. You're there on a Sunday. I've or something. warned you. But still, I've warned but you. Sometimes you need stuff or whatever. Like who knows? You're around milk. You need some stuff. Whatever. And then Express lane, baby. There's two aisles open, and everyone and their mothers in there. And I'm just like, I'm literally wasting thirty minutes in line right now. I would love to just be able to walk right out of a grocery store. And I'm excited about that. Whenever that does, whenever that does take place. I'm excited about that, but I it's, do understand it's, it's why coming. people in the grocery business in that grocery life are not are not going to be happy because with Amazon being online and then having such a big chain as Whole Foods, it just seems like they're going to have it, they're going to shut everyone down, and then they're they just going to buy more grocery stores. You know what I mean? Then Amazon's going to mm-hmm. buy Kroger or whatever, or buy whatever else. It's like it's going to be a mess. It's gonna yeah, it's gonna be Amazon and Walmart, and we're gonna have nothing left. Yeah. It's gonna be an absolute disaster. And to be honest, absolutely I don't terrible. That. I don't want that. No, yeah, that would be that would be horrible. Uh, and then they can price gouge it. And then your, your fresh stuff. The fresh stuff has been the biggest concern for me with them. Is you know produce, meat, dairy uh, is something that they obviously can't do from a delivery as- aspect right now. But eventually, how they manage to get around that, how they manage to do that. Um, now we're diving into deep grocery life. One other thing I'll say about it is, in, like in China, they're also you know they're ahead in a lot of these type of things, but especially in terms of grocery shopping, where what they have right now in their subways is basically where the subway stop is on the basically dirty ass blank wall behind you that you would normally see in New York or whatever major city that you're in is a an image, a huge image of a grocery shelf. And it has like the top 100 most consumed items at a grocery store. It doesn't have everything, but it has like the most consumed items. And they have a picture of the item. They, you know, it doesn't. Look, it looks like a shelf, but they only have one picture of the item, and it has, uh, it has the QR code on it. And then you just go and do your shopping that way by QR code. You purchase it through your phone, and then you go and pick it up. Either pick it up at the store and it's ready for you, or they send it to they send it to your house. It's absolutely insane, and that is also again the future of where it's coming. There, they're doing that now. That's happening now in China. So that's beautiful. It's a wild, wild time to be in grocery life. That's why I'm glad I got out of it. I can't hate on that. I can't. I can't yeah. hate on that. I've had groceries delivered. I don't know if any of you guys have ever used Amazon Fresh or whatever, but I got like a free trial with Amazon Fresh at one point, and oh my god, it was just cool. Like you basically just have a green big. This they bring a big green like refrigerator bag to your house with all the stuff you got. You just take it out, and then you put the bag outside. Someone else, you put the bag outside your door. Someone comes and picks that bag back up. Like, it's pretty legit. Like, I don't need it at the moment, but it's just because, like, my schedule and stuff is, like, I don't really need to worry about going to the grocery store. But for people who have super busy schedules, and it's, like, going to the grocery store is kind of a a pain to do. If you got, you know, if you're running around, you got kids coming, you got to go to basketball practice with your kids, you got to pick them up from whatever. You're just like, I do not want to, I don't have time. I don't want to take them to the grocery store. They're annoying. <sighs> Amazon Fresh and some of these grocery store, because even our regular grocery store, Bonds, like does delivery and within like a four mile or three mile radius or something like mm-hmm. that. So yeah, grocery delivery is, is, is legit. You have to pay for the delivery cost, which is why like, I don't, I don't need to do it. But you know, for people who have some super busy lives, I'm not, it's, it's pretty good. 
there are people that have super busy lives that I understand. I want to give this word of advice to people that don't and that can make this happen. This will change your life. I will tell you the times to not go grocery shopping. Do not go grocery shopping on Saturday or Sunday between 11 and 4. Just don't do it. 11 a.m. and 4 p.m. Okay? Just don't do it. There are so many other times or Monday through Friday between 4.30 and 6. Don't go then either. If you go after dinner during the week, how long does it take you to go grocery shopping? 45 minutes, an hour? You get that done. Let me tell, I'm, just tell, I'm just looking out for the people out there. I know it's not possible for everybody, but I am telling you, those are the times to stay away from a grocery store. You get in, you get out, you get your goods. Keep grocery business alive. Make America grocery again. Gosh. Right. I don't need a grocery episode here, but thank you for bringing that up. Um, what do we got next year on the menu, boys? Here's some breaking stuff. Yeah, go ahead. Let's jump to uh, let's jump to sports. NBA Stanley Cup Finals. Those are done. Warriors are the champs. Penguins are the champs. Yay! Penguins have won two Stanley Cups since I moved <laughs> almost three years ago. Woo! Yay! Yeah, you're Screw gonna stay out there forever. Like I'm super pissed at the at the Penguins. I'm just like so mad. Like. Like, understand the fact that LeBron came back, set, like, wrote his letter to Cleveland saying he was leaving Miami, like, three days after I accepted this job. And then mm-hmm. they've gone to the finals three years in a row. Uh, I've never seen the Cavs have this much success. And that's the team that I went to games with my dad all the time growing up when they sucked and when they were good and when they sucked again. And it, it that's ha- that's awful. The Penguins win a cup while I'm in while I'm home in like '09, and then it just seems like they're not gonna win a cup. They're gonna blow up the team. It nothing looks great. I move, and then everything's good again. They hire the 85 year old fucking GM, and then everything just goes everything goes great. Like, think, dude, because like, it, it happened around like this time, right? Like when they hired Rutherford, right? Yeah. Yeah, it, it happened around this time, and I remember and like any time. I, you look at Time Hop, you look at your tweets from that day, and no one has a good thing to say. Like, I was oh, making I jokes on my radio show about how old he was, but not in, like, a bad way. I was just like, I mean, if you're that old and you're going to be a GM, like, you're probably just going to make a bunch of moves. Like, he's the YOLO GM we need, maybe. Didn't know mm-hmm. it was actually going to be right. Like, I literally didn't – I had nothing to say about the guy. And I just remember making jokes for, like, two days. And, yeah. But anyways, Penguins won the championship. That's not what I want to talk about. I want to ask you guys this. If you're playing, all right, you're playing for a team that's going to win the championship. Like the Warriors, they were ahead 3-0 in the series. The Penguins had a lead against Nashville. And you have a chance to win your series either at home or on the road, okay? Penguins won theirs on the road. Warriors won theirs at home. So would you rather win your championship at home or on the road? I say this because of certain cities that were in championships and certain a lot of cities that are just in the country period that you could be playing for a championship. What would you do? Well, I think it's a little bit circumstantial where like we've seen the Penguins, I mean they've won 5 championships and 3 of them we've been around, you know, mostly around for, but of all of their 5, they've all 5 have been won on the road. They've never won a championship at home. Um, so it'd be nice to win win it at home just to be able to experience that in front of your home crowd. So from like that standpoint, 
it'd be nice to 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 see to to win it at home to be able to do it at home. However, with you mentioning the Warriors, I think that's one of those circumstances where you're up three nothing, and you're about to sweep the Cavs, and you want to do it on their floor. Oh, that would have been awesome for them to do it in Cleveland. That that is the time where I'd be like, no, I know we can lose a game. I know we can lose three games, but let's take care of business here right now and do it in front of this crowd. Um, so I think it's a little bit circum, you know, circumstantial. I think if you're a, a player on the team, you'd it'd be nice to win it at home, celebrate at home. But there are situations like that with the Warriors where winning it on the road would have been a, maybe a little bit sweeter than winning it at home, actually. Cliftonburg? We can't hear him. Yeah, look, he's, look at he's he's been muted. He muted us. He, uh, uh, during his cough, his, he was holding down yeah, his cough like, button. What are you doing over there? <laughs> I know. I we got, were like, oh, right, the, right, our producer hit the dump button on me. Just like, no, yeah, yeah. Didn't know what you were going to say. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's never good when I start speaking and I see Dan pointing. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, am I? Can I not hear? What's going on? I don't know. I'm like, oh shit, here we go. It's, my answer is, it's always home for me. I have never. Um, seen a team that i root for win a championship at home now obviously in pro football football, you can't really do that but uh yeah i mean i the penguins have been really successful and uh they i mean really since 1990 they're the most successful nhl franchise there is uh they've won five stanley cups and they've won them all on the road and it's just maddening it's like when Dan and I previewed the series, we're like, well, we think the Penguins are going to win. We think it'll go seven, but the Penguins never win at home, so we're probably, probably going to <laughs> win in six. Yeah. Um, so I just think the just the ability to celebrate in front of your fans. I, now, that's not to say if you're up 3-0, like you go into every game wanting to win it. So if you're up 3-0, you obviously don't want to approach the next game as like, well, we really don't care about this one because you're not guaranteed to win the one after that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, just the ability to celebrate in front of your fans, and then like the subsequent party that happens in your own city because it was won in your city. Like, I don't know what that's like, but I imagine it's great. <laughs> yeah, I'm going complete opposite of you guys. Like, it depends on the city. Like, because I was thinking about this because if the Warriors won that game in Cleveland, okay, Warriors won the game in Cleveland. They, the game, the Cleveland bars are over at 1.30, 2 o'clock. The game mm-hmm. ends at like 12.30. Yeah. Okay. Starts at 9 o'clock on the, on the West Coast, on the East Coast or what, on the East Coast. And then game's over. You do press. You have nowhere to go. You're just like looking around. You're just like, what do we, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, I guess it's just us, guys. I guess yeah. it's just us. I don't know. <laughs> Penguins, on the other hand, they won theirs in Nashville. And when the game was over, the last concert of CMA Fest, like, no, they still had two performers left at CMA Fest to go whenever the game was wrapped. Like, talk about a place to win a championship. Nashville, great place to win a championship. Cleveland, not so much whenever it's over that late. Like I was just like, let's think about it. Like you win a, if you win a championship, there's so many cities. I do not want to win a championship in. Like, I don't want a championship in like Milwaukee. I don't want to win a championship in mm-hmm. so many places. And I, I just never thought about it that way where you're like, 
what do you do? You're just like, all right, like you do nothing. Because if you win a championship on the West Coast, you've got like all night long. That's what I was gonna say. West Coast is almost the best place to it win, really uh, is. no matter what, because you're gonna be way ahead in your terms of time of day. You win and you just go party. Like, cause even when the Cavs won the championship last year, they got done with press and flew to Vegas. So they flew an hour right. to Vegas and then right. partied all night because you party all night in Vegas. And that's what they did. So I just, I don't know. I, I just, it's really starting to mess with my head. Like, <laughs> I get wanting to do it in front of your home fans, but like, I don't know, man. What if your home fans are in like a, a lousy city or it's super late? That's the thing. Right. Super late where it's like you have nowhere to go. There you go, Chris. We've we've seen Penguins win cups on the road. We're, we're, we're kind of sick of that. We'd like them to win one at home. However, I think there is now one city that we would prefer them win it on the road and us be there for, and that is the brand-new Vegas Golden Knights huh. where they'd be able to win in Vegas. <laughs> probably not happening next year. Yeah, probably not. But uh, roster down the road, disaster. if they could win a cup – if they could win a cup in Vegas and we could be there for it, that'd be one I would be like, okay, so, on the road was fine. So the Penguins have won five cups. They've won cups in Chicago, Chicago Minnesota, Minnesota, Detroit. Detroit. Uh, who did we play last year? San Jose. San Jose and, and Nashville. Nashville. So of those five, you, you guys would pick Nashville? I mean, San Jose's on the West Coast. So between be between the, the last two. So I'd probably pick San Jose because you can go somewhere else. Like, yeah, you can, you can, you can fly. You can literally get on the jet, fly to Los Angeles, or go to Vegas and wow out. That's true. Because that That's game last year, I remember being light out whenever the, they beat San Jose. Right. Like when that shit was over, and I was like, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, yeah, like that's. That's kind of where you wanna where you wanna win it. But I get wanting to be in front of your home fans and all that stuff. I get that. But I'm also like, you know, depending on what time it is. Okay. I don't know. And it's a good argument. Speaking of the Penguin celebration, shouts to the reporter for CBS. That's like the funniest shit I've ever seen. I think it was I think it was the the KDK reporter. I think it was who was like pushing people in the South Side. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. We talked about that on uh, the oh, Chris and Dan podcast too because we gave a shout out to our buddy uh, Aaron Martin who works for uh, WPXI, which is the channel, uh, the NBC yeah. affiliate, and how he was, like, getting, like, noogies on air and, like, staying calm compared to the guy from KDKA, the CBS affiliate, who was pushing people. Because <laughs> Aaron Jung. Aaron Jung. That's different. Aaron, knows. Aaron is that guy's age <laughs> reporting? <laughs> He'll be pushing. <laughs> he would be pushing people, too. No, 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 no. Like, no. Because, like, I mean, I know if I'm up there and I'm in my early 30s, like, you know, and I'm working for my – because think about that. That was probably a great – like how cool that was for Aaron to be like, you know, yeah. like a, a kid from the area, the team wins the cup, and you're like, you know, you got it. You can't help but be wrapped up in that. Like that's super cool. Like you're young still. Like you're not jaded like a lot of, you know, older broadcasters are and things like that. Like that's just awesome. Like that, that had to be like yeah. an awesome moment for him. But, yeah, but if you're, you know, you're in your 50s, and some kid tries to fucking get in your live shot. I'm like, yo, right. dude, no, 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 no. Get out, get out the paint. Life. Get out the paint. How pissed do you here. think that guy probably was when they told him, yeah, uh, by the way, Sunday night, we got a story for you to cover. Uh, we want you to be in the south side of Pittsburgh for five hours during the hockey game. He was probably yeah. like, Sunday night when I could be with my wife and my kids, you're going to send me to the yeah. south side. Are you yeah. kidding me? He was probably yeah. so pissed from the start. Oh. I can only imagine. I don't know why you wouldn't just. I don't know why somebody 
that old would be in the south side reporting. Like you have other people that can go out there and report. Yeah. Like you can send one of your like eight people that you have on those freaking on that stupid sports showdown show or whatever the fuck. You can have like one of those twenty people out there go out there. Like why you know right. what I mean? Like like why is it like Josh Taylor out there? You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Like yeah. it's just it's funny to me. I'm just like why would you have him out there anyways? Because all he's going to be is an old man who doesn't want to be in the South Side. You need somebody mm. who actually wants to be in the South Side to be reporting in the South Side on that day. Like, like this sure. isn't, you know, just a random Monday whenever something happened the night before. No, things are happening right now. You need somebody young who's actually going to have some fun with it. But Yeah. But that, but those clips are hilarious. Man. <laughs> it's great. So it was fun. a wild night. It was a wild night. Chris and I were actually down at the arena. They sold out the arena oh, yeah. to watch the game on the road. So we got to celebrate with 18,600 of our closest friends, which was incredible. Absolutely amazing night. Got to do that. Uh, I got to go to the parade, which was amazing. Got some of the greatest photos I've ever taken in my life. Um, it's now on my home screen and my phone, me and my new friend, Phil Kessel. Um, <laughs> it was just, it's unbelievable. Uh, what a time. What a fun, what a fun week. Um, three Pete. All right. What'd you say? Three weeks. Three Pete. Yeah. Well, three Pete. Oh, three Pete. Yeah. Oof, you Repeat. heard it first. About to go grab Kevin Durant. <laughs> <laughs> How about those memes, man? Those are fun. That's great. Uh, what do we want to go here to uh, next, boys? Well, we're like 48 minutes in. Um, we're heavy. So we're heavy. where are you now? Yeah, let's get that update because that's relevant um, because I don't think we actually have a where on you, are you now okay. this week. Uh, but we do have an update or I'm going to I'll designate assignment right now. Chris, I think you're next on where are you now? Okay. For the next one. But we do have updates, mm -hmm. uh, two of them. Uh, one of them being from our buddy Lou Bega, who we just had an up, uh, uh, where are you now, not that long ago on. And miraculously, he shows up in a New York Life commercial. <laughs> <laughs> like, not that long after we've done a where are you now on Lou Bega. Absolutely amazing. We didn't have uh, notes he, on his portfolio at the time, but it appears that it's very strong appears so it, it appears so and it's hilarious it you know it makes it's basically uh kind of a spoof on him you know just collecting checks yeah. from mumbo number five <laughs> one two <laughs> which is great we'll we'll uh tweet it out from our our twitter account the uh the youtube clip for the commercial so you guys can check that out but just absolutely unbelievable that he comes out of hiding and is all of a sudden on this national New York Live commercial, Lou Bega still cashing those checks for Mumbo Number Five. Good for you, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Shout <laughs> to Lou Bega. That's great. Like, um, it's funny. Yeah. Like, who who at New York Life was just like, you know who we need? Lou Bega. Maybe they. Maybe that was what it was. Maybe <laughs> New York Life was. They were somebody there was listening to us, and they were like, Lou Bega. Why don't we? Why don't we get him? Why don't we bring him back around? Like that was it. That was it. So we're making impacts everywhere, and we just don't even realize it. Um, I do just wonder. Because there are some commercials that are, like, really easy. You're just like, all right. Like, because there's that, there's that really dumb commercial with Christopher Walken and Justin Timberlake, right? The Bye 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 commercial. And they're selling uh, that's a great commercial, but yeah. I don't know what they're doing. I hate that commercial. But You're selling the drink called Bye. Okay. Well, that commercial sucks. Anyway, <laughs> um, so I don't even know what the hell they're selling. I just hate that commercial. But, like, that's the easy commercial. It's like, all right, we got this product called Buy. Let's try to get Justin Timberlake, right? Cool. But, like, someone had to go through some fights to do a commercial with Lou Vega. 
Like, <laughs> someone had to be like, guys, like, Lou Vega, this is what we need. And everyone laughed at him in the boardroom as everyone has these ideas. And they're like, wait, somebody's like, that Lou Vega idea actually sounds pretty legit. That's just <laughs> like what we were talking about last episode where somebody in – Whoever owns Zima was like, I think this is the year for Zima, and like yeah, everybody the, probably the laughed Zima at them team. too. They're yeah. saying this is this is the year we market Lou Bega for for New York Life, and they're like, what the hell are you talking about? And then they say one, two, three, four, five, and then it starts to click with people, uh-huh. and then it rolls from there. Yep. You play that song, all of a sudden, starts kicking. They're like New York Life, we got this. <laughs> That's so awesome. I, it makes me um, want to think of like, and I can't do it now, but maybe for next episode or something like, like maybe that'll be my, where are they now for, for the next episode will be like past artists that you should, that should be used now, like market them now. Oh, for gosh. okay. That's a good topic right there. Yeah. Maybe that'll be the, where are they now? I don't know. I, I have to do some brainstorming, but yeah. I feel like there's a lot of like old songs and stuff you could bring back for other products. That would actually be pretty funny. Uh, and voice to men are singing about diarrhea on a commercial. Oh, uh, that's hilarious. No. That commercial's great. Yeah. <laughs> that commercial's great. Yeah. <laughs> that commercial's hilarious. Like, I did not see that coming at all. I, I didn't know that. That's, that's also what thing, she said. So. Um, my goodness. Uh, well, speaking of another Where Are You Now update, our buddy, Sean Harrison, a.k.a. Waldo. Waldo Geraldo Faldo. That's it. He's the man from uh, Family Matters. Uh, got back to us. Yes. He's a big fan yeah. of the Brunch Breakdown. It took a little too long, though, Waldo. You got to <laughs> – it's 2017. Check your Twitter account once a day. Took him about six weeks to get back yeah, to us. Jesus. Yeah. I tweeted him when we put that episode out like that day, and it took him six <laughs> yeah. weeks to get back to us, and he was like – well, I don't even remember what he said. but He said, sure thing, thumbs up, because it said we, we featured – uh, we featured you on our latest episode. Thanks for making us laugh back in the day and a link to the, to the episode. And he's a uh, big thumbs up and says, sure thing. There it is. So Sean Harrison, yeah. STFU love Sean got back to us. Fan of the brunch breakdown now. Now we just need rich boy to get back to us, but I don't think, <laughs> yeah. think he's going to find any of the things we said funny. Hopefully he doesn't. He's gonna, yeah. Hopefully he no, just yeah, like probably not. retweets it, but doesn't actually listen to what we said. Yeah. Yeah, or especially our, maybe he'll our show up live on a commercial. reaction to his latest song. That yeah. wasn't very. Oh yeah, that wasn't. He's got a lot of time good. on his hands, so he's definitely going to listen at <laughs> yeah. some point. Or he's I mean, listening. you can only have so many shifts at Wendy's. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't have you working over what thirty-eight hours. I guess I'm paying you insurance, well, so unless thing. he's and on like, that plan, the, the shifts are at odd, odd hours. So yeah. I mean, you're going to have a free afternoon eventually. Uh, <laughs> True story. Yeah, and not all Wendy's are twenty-four hours, so we know you get some time off. <laughs> Oh man, yo, Summer Sanders is just on my TV. Yo, Summer Sanders, inside stuff. Yo, I back in the day when I was a kid, yeah, big time crushing on Summer Sanders. Big fan, big fan, big fan, big fan. That was super. What was that that show she hosted on Nickelodeon? Right, I can't remember, but that's why I I remember her from. Because damn it, what show was she? Did she do like? Did she do Figure It Out? Was it Figure It Out? That might be it. Wasn't it a game show? Yeah, yeah it was yeah. like there was a Because wasn't kid, it the one where, like, the kids like the cons- did something weird? and was then like Wild and Crazy Kids, maybe? Or? No. I oh, no, that was, no, that, was dude. Cra- that was that dude. Um, I think it was that figured was Donnie out. Jeffcoat. Because remember they had, like, a panel of, like, Nickelodeon stars and, like, basically, like, one celebrity. And 
the kid would be right. like telling them about like this weird hobby that they had. Like I ride horsebacks like with a I don't know an astronaut helmet on or something like that, and they had to figure it out. So like the whole time it's like Keenan, the kid from like Pete and Pete, like all these other, and then like three other people trying to guess like what the trying to yeah, figure the out. Yeah, the words like there was like a, yeah the yeah. words that they had to uncover. Yeah, that was it. It was, she it was figure uh, it out. figured out. Yeah, from uh, 1997 to 1999. <laughs> Are you on the wiki right now? Yeah, you're damn right. <laughs> but yeah, and they had it had a uh, it had a, a revival with uh, some other dude that I've never heard of right. as the host. From 2012 to 2013, obviously not nearly as successful. Not about that life. But um, unbelievable. I'm reading this up on this. Is uh, Wow. Yeah, figure it out. That was a great show. Yeah. That was a great show. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> that's the right. brush breakdown in a freaking nutshell. I look up at my TV and say, Summer Sanders. <laughs> that's five minutes true. later, we're still Just talking live. about Nickelodeon. And then we have to like knock off four topics that we actually wanted to talk about because somebody <laughs> was watching TV while we're recording. I know. Like, There's this is what quality stuff in here. <laughs> There's um, really good stuff in here. This sucks. That's okay. Oh. I don't know how much time we have, but we're close to an hour, so it might be time to do music. I, I don't know. Yeah. Listen to music, and we can probably sneak in that that Jay Z topic with music. Okay, yeah, we can do. So that. we can at least do that. That works. Um, so here we go. Yeah, it's time for another segment of what we're Did listening he? to. Bam. Bam. And love it, and love it. Who's out. who's kicking us off this week? Tons of new music. I can't wait to get started. <laughs> I'll kick us off then because I'm not listening to any new music this week. Okay. okay. Um, this week. <laughs> This week is this is the twentieth anniversary. Didi was like, "Okay, <laughs> all right, this is different." <laughs> like, nope, no, this is not different. Um, <laughs> this week is the twentieth anniversary of Blink One Eighty Two's album Dude Ranch. Oh, and is it really? Yeah, twenty years. Twenty years Holy since shice. Dude Ranch, which is crazy. Because um, I think Enema was like had its fifteenth anniversary last year or something like that um but dude ranch is in my opinion uh the best album that blink 182 has ever put out they didn't blink 182 didn't really get mainstream popularity until enema of the state came out that's when you know what's my age again and all the small things they were on that album and then they blew up from there but like dude ranch is the album that was like in between an album like cheshire cat and enema of the state where like cheshire cat was like really grainy, raw, not well produced, but you know, catchy pop punk. And then Enema of the State was like a studio album. It obviously was. Dude Ranch was in between, um, and it had really good music that kind of was like the stepping stone to get them a deal to then make Enema of the State and then blow up and be the biggest pop punk band that's that there's ever been. So um, I've been listening to Dude Ranch this week. Uh, it works out well that like Dan and I tonight are going to a 90s night and then we are going That's to right. a pop punk thing. So it's perfect timing <laughs> to break yeah. out Dude Ranch. It's a throwback Saturday. Yeah. Perfect timing to break out Dude Ranch. Um, and it's been a lot of fun because Blink-182 music also makes me think of summer. And we're you know full fully into summer now. The weather's beautiful outside. You can roll uh, with the windows down, which is a nice change. Windows down jam. And uh, I've been blasting that a lot. So I've been celebrating the 20th anniversary by listening to Dude Ranch. And that can now segue into music that 
other people actually listen to. (laughs) Dan, go for it. Let's go for it. Uh, Chris, I'm glad you said summer and summer type of music because that's basically my theme is like summer sounding tracks this week. What's cool for the summer, summer, Dan? Speaking of summer, it has been, have you, I don't know if you guys have paid any attention of like what the weather's been like over, over on the West coast or the Southwest. Apparently pretty hot. Yo, like Like, triple down. So maybe that's a problem. It has been a (laughs) hundred here for like a week and a half. Yeah. Why are you in a hoodie? (laughs) I mean, Hey, I gotta keep it cool in the house. Cause it's comfortable. It's it's been a hundred here for a week and a half and in the desert. Like, so we're talking like Palm Springs, Arizona, mm-hmm. Las Vegas, 120 for the last week. It has Stupid. not been any lower. Like my, like um, Dan knows my friend uh, Siobhan's best friend Katie. Her and her husband went to mm-hmm. um, Palm Springs, and they couldn't go outside. Oh, <laughs> they have a dog. The <laughs> dog couldn't. Miserable. They have a dog, and the dog couldn't be outside for more than like a second. And then they were just like, "This is awful," and just came home. Ew. Oh, yeah. gosh. That's a waste. Because, like, because the thing about this is, like, Palm Springs, yes, you go to Palm Springs this time, it's hot. Yeah, it's going to be, like, it's going to be hotter than what is here. It's going to be, like, 100 or something like that. It's no different than, like, you go to Vegas in the summer. Like, we've all been to Vegas, like, in the summer. And it's, like, hot there. But this, 120, like, <laughs> is absolutely insane. Like, last night, I, like, my friend who lives in Arizona, and, um, and, he was, and he was, like, he tweeted a picture at 10 o'clock at night. And it was 105 degrees. Sun's down, every, so, like completely down, completely dark. His yeah. his temperature says 105 degrees. I don't like that's that. That's miserable. But thought I'd throw that in there, Dan. Yeah, that's insane. What what songs that's are 120 a... degrees in your life? 120 degrees summer sounding <laughs> songs for you here. I'm gonna once again try to go through these quickly because we've had three weeks worth, and it just. Can't keep this to myself. Speaking so get of, a pen. I know I'm going to interrupt Dan again. I think it's no, like yeah, the... it's going to give time for people to get a pen. Go ahead, get a pen. Okay, get, get a, a pen paper. and listen to Chris Go ahead. talk about another song you're not going to want to listen to. Um, <laughs> I believe like this week was also the five-year anniversary of Carly Rae Jepsen's Call Me Maybe. Wow, really? there's some knowledge. Which came out around, yeah, obviously around this time, and it was like mm-hmm. that summer. I was not ready for that song because we were just talking way earlier in the episode about like, you know, the prime time to be going out to the bars and stuff. Like mm-hmm. yeah. five years ago, we were 25. That was the time we were really going out to the bars. And like, I was not prepared that summer for that song to come out. And like, apparently all women knew that that song was coming, but like none, no men <clears throat> knew what that that was yeah. happening. Because I remember when the song would come on at bars, girls would literally lose their shit. And I would just be, we would stand there, be looking around, like, what is happening mm-hmm. right now? And then I eventually <laughs> grew to like it. But that song, yeah. that song came out of nowhere. It bumps. I it still bumps. Still don't like that song. I still <laughs> like. I never liked what? that song. And it's like, and it's not even one of those things where it's like, oh yeah, you like that song, whatever. No, like when I hear that song, I like cringe. Like I to this day don't like it. I get why it was a hit. I understand why people liked it. Like. I understood all of that. I just never liked that song. And like, what about what's the song that she did with Al City? Have a good time. Oh yeah, that song was amazing. That's, a good that's song. the thing. I, and that's I a summer that, song. I am a Carly Rae Jepsen fan. Like, I am a like stand for Carly Rae Jepsen. I love Carly Rae Jepsen, but I hate Call Me Maybe. I hate it. Okay. Anyhow. Well, hopefully we can find some other summer songs for you here today. Thank you so much. And I've got just a couple of them, oh, so let's get started. 
Uh, first, with a indie pop, indie rock band called Small Pools, who I'm so excited that they're coming out with new music. It's been the first time in a couple of years. Uh, the song's called Million Bucks. It makes you feel like a million bucks. Uh, perfect, yes. Uh, it's a perfect indie pop summer jam, part of the new EP coming out in August. So very, very excited. I, I really dig their sound. Hear new music from Small Pools again. Uh, a song that's made his waves, its waves around by now but again just kind of essentially sums up a perfect summer sounding song which i thought i was going to hate but i absolutely love calvin harris pharrell williams Katy perry big sean feels i can't get enough of feels it's a it's a cookout song it's a cruise song it's a beach song all for the summer great vibe great support vocals i'm not crazy about Katy perry's vocals on it i think like it'd be better off by like somebody like i think it's made for somebody more like Haley williams Maybe it would sound a little bit better on it, but the song is fantastic. It's the I love best it. Katy Perry vocal. It's better than any vocal on her album. Uh, well, I could I could give you that because the album she's is not really in it, so like she great. doesn't really play a big part in the song. Like she's no, she doesn't. Fortunately, no. like it honestly could be anybody singing. Like Chris could have sang like that's true. But if it fails, whatever she says, <laughs> like and I'm yeah, just but like, I have yeah, a beautiful like, voice. Yeah, she's like but if it fails, fails. And that's it. It's, it's like, song. all right, I'm cool with it. Like she's because she's just she's in and out. Like she doesn't annoy me on it. Like it's it's fine. But that song that's is true. That's, I mean, that Calvin Harris album comes out this week, and it's freaking. It's gonna be awesome because all like five songs he's released from it already are all like just songs you can just throw on while you're yeah. doing whatever in the summer, and it's it's all windows down. Like uh, I love that music. So yeah. great, great song. Uh, Paris continued to leak uh, leak release. Another song from their upcoming album, the second single off of All We Know of Heaven, All We Need of Hell, called What's Wrong. Uh, it, this is already one of my favorite Paris songs ever because it has a different kind of vibe to it, uh, a little bit faster moving. Uh, Lindsay, the lead singer, came out and said she was really scared of the risk that she that they took on this song, but it's paying off big time because it's just it's not as dark and gloomy necessarily. It's a little bit more... Faster moving to this Dan, one. Did you, Chris. Did, uh, I saw, I don't know, did you see this? Paris is performing in Columbus, Ohio, with like Blink-182 and Four Years Strong. What? Yeah, look into that. I'm going to have to look into that. I'm pretty that. sure it's like a it's like a small venue and re- probably tickets are crazy expensive. Yeah. But I think like Blink just got Ooh. added to a show and like I th- I'm pretty sure I saw Paris was on that as well. All right, I'm going to tackle that one. Check that out. Put a pin in it. I appreciate that knowledge. But uh, yeah, song's called What's Wrong from Paris. Check that one out. Uh, The Killers are back. Holy freaking shit, The Killers are back. Uh, Announcing their first album since 2012. Uh, This new album's going to be called Wonderful Woman. Uh, There's no date announced on it yet, but the song that was released is called The Man. It's an awesome theme to kind of bring them back into the music scene. It's perfect Killers music. So excited that they're back. Uh, George Ezra, I'm sure most people know who George Ezra is by now. He had, uh, don't blame, not, not don't blame it on me. He had a freaking, uh, what was his, what was his song two years ago? Uh, I forget what the song uh, was called, but I know. I, I It's in my head yeah. right now. I'm trying to think of the name of it. Anyways, everybody knows who George Ezra is. <laughs> That's how it goes. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Uh, that's the one. That's uh, the song, <laughs> his new song is called Don't Matter Now. Uh, again, it's his first new music in over two years. A song about his battles with anxiety, but it is like a very chill and summer sound poppy uh, song with a great horn line. 
Uh, so d- check out Don't Matter Now from George Ezra. Uh, Fall Out Boy released another new track. This one is called Champion. This is the first true single off that new album, Mania, that's going to be released in September. Uh, we talked a couple of weeks ago, gentlemen, about their song that they released called Young and Menace and how very different, very synthy it was. And they got a lot of negative reaction from old school Fall Out Boy uh, fans. This one is much more stadium rock sounding kind of not old, old school follow-up by, but, but maybe what you're more recently used to um, off of that album coming out later. Again, Champion by Fallout Boy. I like that song, yep. by the way. Like you like that, that song? song? Yeah, I do too. It's it. I think it's it got people less scared for this album because it's not as heavy in the synth uh, as Young and Menace. Uh, Young Robin. This is a very little-known indie pop-punk band out of Australia. Shouts to my friend Eric for passing this track along to me. Uh, the song is called Faker Faker, and it's actually a year old it's from 2016, but has a absolutely incredible, catchy summer vibe to it with a very catchy guitar riff. I think you guys are going to like this song. It is, again, perfect windows down jam for when the sun is out. Faker Faker by Young Robin. Uh, Fits in the Tantrums released a summer single called Fool. Very catchy, upbeat. Again, perfect for summer by Fits in the tant- Tantrums while they go Get ready to go out on tour. And finally, last one, Verite. My girl, her album is finally released. It's called Somewhere In Between. It's out now. came out this week. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, Again, I got to meet her a few weeks back now. She's uh, an amazing person. I love her music. Um, I'll probably put her song called Nothing on the playlist. I think it'll relate to uh, most to people here and kind of go with the summer type of sound there so uh nothing from verite and her album somewhere in between is out now please 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 go and check that out all on spotify that is what i'm listening to this week boys nice uh and great stuff you all right so while you were going through like your whole album of songs yeah you guys looked really uh into it i was looking up the parish i was looking up the parish show for you dan okay it's actually in new york state but yeah it's happening oh okay It's, right. it's, Interesting. A, it's a July 31st show. Well, oh, that's soon. how you were talking about how we just we went on that little tangent about Call Me Maybe in 2012. Mm-hmm. So yes. five years ago. Five yes. years ago may have had the a, maybe one of the greatest collection of summer songs. Like, OK, so looking back at this and these are the songs that like I just just Googled like songs of summer 2012. Birthday song. Kanye and 2 Chainz, 2012. Okay. Cash out. Cashing out. I'm cashing out. Same damn time. Future. Same Swimming pools. Time. Drank. Kendrick Lamar. Kanye and Chief Keep. Don't like. Meek Mill and Drake. Amen. Damn. Meek Mill and Big Sean. Burn. Mercy mm-hmm. came out that summer. Bands that Make Her Dance came out that summer. Bees in the Trap and Starships came out that Jesus. summer. Ooh. Like, Pop That by French Montana came out that summer. Also, somebody that I used to know by Goatier came out that summer. Wow. Like, Five years ago. Ellie, Go- Ellie Golding, Lights came out that summer. Titanium by David Guetta came out that summer. We Oof. Are Young by Fun was a song, was a big song that summer, too. All right, like, Fun. Holy hell. <laughs> like, Wiz Khalifa's uh, Work Hard, Play, like, yeah, Work Hard, Play Hard, which I still don't really like that song live. It sounds really good, but I don't really like the song live. Let's do it. But, anyways, yeah. And Payphone by Maroon 5 and Wiz Khalifa came out that summer, too. Man, that's a strong case. I'm like, whoa. 2012, yeah. coming in strong. Like, holy hell. But anyways, 
those are not the songs I'm listening to this week, but those are the songs I was definitely listening to five years ago. But you uh, could, any, yeah. <laughs> so here we go. Uh, this week, Lord put out her album Melodrama, and yes. uh, I really like it. And here's the thing: if you if you are into really good songwriting that takes you back to a place, this album is the perfect album for a twenty one year old person that in 10 years they're going to listen back to this and be like oh my god i was the most dramatic little piece of shit in the world <laughs> because it just because yeah. the whole album you could almost call the album like thoughts from an uber because these are all things that you think about in an uber her yeah. whole album is just like you know the older guy that she was dating said that she was too dramatic like this guy is not it's but it's but it's done so well this lord is so cool her production is amazing and uh, but the album Melodrama is just so good. Uh, there's production by Flume on the album too, but the song is great. Sober Part Two is my favorite. It's the one that I just can't keep. I keep going back to. But the whole album is so good from start to finish. So check out Melodrama. Uh, my guy Young Thug put out his album Beautiful Thugger Girls. That's another one from start Dude, to I've finish. Dude, I've heard some pieces. Ooh. I've heard some pieces. It's fantastic. He, go, he jumps in and out of genres so easy. Yeah. And the first song on the album is called Family Don't Matter. And it's like possibly the best country song of the year. And it is <laughs> amazing. It's called Family Don't Matter. Check that out. There's also this uh, love song on there as well that I can't I gotta look up right now because I forget what it is called because I did not write it down for some reason. I didn't write it down. And uh, it yeah, goes, it's called it Me goes or like Us. This. How's it and go? Feel It goes into Me or Us. Those two songs are great. Um, Time, put out a new record. A Little Over Your Love. Love yeah. that. Can't wait for their album to come out. Uh, and then there is a moment going on in hip-hop right now, and it is this crazy, gr- like, it's grunge rap. A lot, of people are consider- a lot of people are considering the new punk movement of music right now, and it is pretty amazing and one of the guys leading the front of leading it leading this is called his name xxx tentacion if i don't know if you guys have paid any attention or saw a dude get knocked out on stage recently uh oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. saw that well that was him he's got the song called look at me these shows are insane right now i uh i'm gonna put up some links because i read some stuff about this uh this week there's some really good pieces on it but um these shows in some of these places where these kids who are super famous on SoundCloud and they are selling out these, they're selling out these places and it is just the craziest atmosphere that I haven't seen an atmosphere that crazy for concerts in a very long time. So it's an exciting atmosphere. I know I will not be going to any of these shows, but uh, <laughs> it is wild and I love the youthful energy of this. So uh, XXX Tentacion, look at me. Uh, make sure you check that out. And also, and this is a couple of news, little news right here. LeBron James, he went bald, okay? And finally, so he, he, you've probably seen the video on Instagram. I know, seriously, finally, you seen the you see the video on Instagram? People are doing. <laughs> you need to do a LeBron James challenge video. Well, the song in the background is by this dude named T Grizzly, and it is amazing. So make sure you check out. Uh, this song by uh, T Grizzly. What the fuck? Why didn't I write that down? I'm like yelling at myself <laughs> during this whole segment because I didn't write this stuff down. I like just just hum it like I did. Just hum it. <laughs> it goes. Nur, 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 nur. I'm so mad at myself. Why did I write this down? Where the George hell Ezra. That song? What's that song? That's good. First day yeah, out. Yeah, That's yeah, what it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
T Grizzly, first day out, yeah, 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 yeah. check it out. Uh, that's the song that's playing in the background of that. And uh, T Grizzly actually had a crazy day because Jay Z shouted him out and LeBron James posted that video both on the same day. And he's kind of blown up insanely. Like I heard the song before, but then he just kind of been out the door. So those are the songs that I'm listening to this week Lord, Young Thug, Heim, XXS, T Grizzly. Make sure you check all of those those songs out, those albums out. I'm really excited. Jay-Z album. We get a new Jay-Z album on Thursday, guys. New Jay yeah. on Thursday. I don't know what 45-year-old Jay-Z is going to be talking about on the record, but I am super excited for it. We're getting new Jay-Z. I can't wait. Four, it's going to be great. Four. Maybe it's 444. I think that's what we're talking it should be called like Kool Aid in response to Lemonade. <laughs> I don't know. I hope it's like a Lemonade response album. I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited. There's just, gonna be a. By the way, he's dropping a movie. Bo- it's gonna be great. Budapest and Blame It on Me by George Ezra. The two songs that I was thinking about. Uh, but yeah, Jay. Budapest. Budapest. That was the that was the original one. Yeah, see that was on the humming. So yeah, this new one by George Ezra sounds nothing like that. He's very, a little bit more, you know, it's a walking tune. We definitely uh, have to shout out George Ezra because we definitely just sang his song. Like, we did. It'll be the, uh, it'll be the theme for the uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I heard he's fantastic live. So if anybody gets to so, go see him live, go see George live. Or just listen. Tell me what he said. Or just up. listen to us. You can do it for free. Or just listen to us. You can do yeah. that too. <laughs> this is the best episode ever. I don't even know where to go from here. Like, it really is. Oh. Like, I kind of want to call this episode George Ezra, but I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't know if that fits. Oh, good um, God. Anything else, boys? I mean, I feel like we. This is. Yeah, we got new Jay. We got new Jay Z twins. They finally uh, Beyonce had her twins. Yeah. Um. So shouts to him, shouts to him and Beyonce and their twins who have who are at the moment no one knows their names. There are some rumors out there that the na- that one of them is named Sean Jr. We don't know because it's a boy and a girl. So okay, so we we patiently await. That's the one. The names of the royal family. So we shall see. Okay. Three on three basketball see. starts this week, guys. I can't wait. The big three. Big three league. It's either going to be the greatest thing ever or the worst thing ever. I can't wait to watch. Because it's all of our favorite basketball players from back (laughs) in the day. Yeah. Ice Cube's big three league. It's on Fox Sports 1, I think, starting today when this episode drops Sunday. So, yeah. And the the championship already got bumped in Vegas because of McGregor Mayweather. (laughs) I I still don't believe it's happening. We'll talk about that. We we have plenty of time to talk about 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 that. Yeah, we definitely have time to talk about that. But uh, yeah, the championship already got bumped because it's that took its date. Yeah. Uh, what August twenty seventh or whatever it is. Uh, um, and then yeah, three on three basketball is now an Olympic sport. How wild is that? Crazy. Hockey won't be in the Olympics next year, but three on three <laughs> basketball will be in four. Okay. Okay. That makes three sense. Three on three basketball. I am. I am very interested to see, but I do think it's it's qualifying is going to be interesting. I want to know. How you get into the qualifying? Yeah, it's definitely going to be very, very <laughs> interesting. Um, yeah, because what? No current NBA players, right? Yeah, we're not currently NBA, NBA players, dude. I think we got a shot. <laughs> so we got at least try. I mean, you got to get some hot off the retirement list type of players. Hi. Yeah. You know, 
Hey, you know what? How about this? It's in five years as the Olympics, right? How many more years does LeBron have left? Maybe four and a half? That's a good point. Hmm? Five? That's a good point. That's, a good That's point. what I'm saying. Maybe he could be on that first roster. Not bad. Maybe. Not bad. Get LeBron <laughs> and Kobe. Um, and me. All right, boys. I guess this has been Brunch 35. Yeah. Uh, another full, full wild Wild episode. Good to be back with you, boys. Uh, next one is surely going to be wild. Uh, Chris, run them down all the at least social medias because again, uh, during the first portion of July, there we're all going to be live together for Chris's bachelor party, and no doubt we will go Instagram live, Facebook live, live on Twitter, doing some weird things, probably with some Zima and some Cheddar Bay lip balm, hopefully. Uh, but there's only one way to 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 watch those things and find them out. And Chris, why don't you tell them? We are on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Brunch Breakdown. So pretty simple. Uh, pretty simple. <laughs> Guess I could have said that. <laughs> yeah, you could have. Um, and along with that, you can follow our own Twitter accounts. Dan is on Twitter at SteelCityDan22. Didi is on Twitter at Didi is bored, And I am on Twitter at Chris underscore Gates. Uh, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud, and we hope that you do. And uh, I think that's that's everything. So, by the way, this is the one year anniversary of probably one of our greatest uh, podcast titles ever, and I think it was Champs Wedding Music and Murder. Mm. <laughs> Remember that? Oh yeah. <laughs> it was when the Penguins won the championships. Uh-huh. We were talking about that. Uh, it was when OJ was going on on TV, so his murder was involved in there. We we must have been that. Uh, oh yeah, we were at the, a wedding about this time last year, yep. and of course we always talk music. So. We'll uh we'll have to get creative once again. Dude, that OJ thirty for thirty was on sometime in the last couple of weeks between us talking. I watched three episodes <laughs> of it. It's and I it's so good. We'll have more OJ to talk about soon because he's gonna yeah, be parole. So. Up for parole July twentieth. So yeah, by the time we get around the next couple episodes, we'll have plenty to talk about. OJ never escapes the brunch breakdown, but. <laughs> That'll do it for episode. <laughs> That'll do it for episode thirty-five. We thank you for joining us once again. Of course, next time we'll have a reservation for three, and we'll see Yins at the table. <laughs>